what a great joy for me to be here. I'm so grateful to the Lord for allowing me to come to this great nation. Thank you, Pastor, for allowing me to come and to stand behind this pulpit. I'm really grateful to the choir team. I have never seen such a wonderful choir. It's won my heart, it's blessed my heart. I command you and I thank you. <laughs> my purpose of coming to your church, two things, to tell you thank you for your faithful prayer and support to our ministry. And second, want to give you a report what the Lord is doing in my country. Let me read one Bible verse, 2 Timothy 2, 1 and 2. All of you probably know that Bible verse. Thou therefore, my son, be strong in the grace that is in Christ Jesus. And the things that thou hast heard of me among many witnesses, the same commit thou to faithful men who shall be able to teach others also. Well, I'm just from the other side of the world, Bangladesh. It's a very small country. Same size of Iowa State in the United States. But Iowa has only three point some million people. But Bangladesh has 150 million people. The highest densely populated country in the world is Bangladesh. It has been told to us by Dr. Wendell Campton, he is now to be the Lord. If we bring all the people of the world into the state of Texas, Texas will not be as crowded as Bangladesh. It's a Muslim country, and you know very well how much the Muslim love to the Christian people. They hate Christians. Every day, a man named Dr. Jakar Nayak speaks from India and speaks against Christ. Every day, he speaks against Christ. He says Christ never died. He said he is not the Son of God. And my Bible tells Revelation 1.8, Christ himself said, I died. He doesn't believe that. He always speaks against. Muslim doesn't like us. They kill two of our Christians because they went to preach the gospel. They burn our memorial Christian hospital church. They burn three of the Christian houses. Why? Because they are Christian. They hate us, always. But my people are Muslim. Over 90% people, I live in the wolf. I live with the lions. They want to kill us all the time. But the Lord that we worship, he'll never, until he wants me to go to heaven, he'll never lead us, will never forsake us. He'll hold us.
Lord has called me to serve. You know, I've been to the United States so many times. I studied in America. Then I enjoy in America. What a beautiful nation. The best nation under the sun. Many American people do not know what you have today. You do not know. Come to Bangladesh one time. Then you will realize what you have here. Many times the professors and pastors, they come and tell American people need to come to Bangladesh to appreciate America. Well, there was no country called Bangladesh prior to 1971. Pakistan was a Muslim, was the largest Muslim country in the world. Pakistan had two wings, West and East Pakistan, and in between 1,200 miles, Indian territory. 1971, East Pakistan wanted independence from the West Pakistan. And that is why war came out. And in 15 days war, 3 million Bengali people were killed. Finally, we got the independence. That country is no longer East Pakistan, the country called Bangladesh. Well, you understand from my appearance and from my accent that I don't speak in English language. English is not my language. I speak Bengali and a couple others. But my Bengali language is really very hard, very difficult. Like Mel Bill that you supported, or Dr. Bullock, or Dr. Bill Barrick, when they come to Bangladesh, when they came to Bangladesh, they went to the language school. They studied four hours in the school, and four hours they studied themselves, eight hours a day. And two years later, they start speaking Bengali language. We enjoy very much when they start speaking Bengali language, because they speak this much of the sentence in Bengali, and they do not know the rest. They speak that in English, half Bengali, half English. That's why we call it Banglish language. <laughs> My English is Banglish. I went to Hong Kong to speak to a Chinese church, and I told them that I'm going to speak in Banglish language. And one of the girls, she stood up, she said, we speak in Chinglish. I thought she was smarter than me. I was born in a Christian family. You know, I spoke so many churches, and I encouraged the churches to send and support the missionaries. But really, you do not know what the missionaries are doing. You are on one side, you are in the west, we are in the east. You do not know what they are doing. Many times the missionaries they themselves do not know what they are doing for the Lord Jesus Christ. Let me tell you about one missionary. All of you have heard his name. His name is Dr. William Carey. 1792, 11th of November, Dr. William Carey came to the subcontinent and as soon as he came to the Indian subcontinent, he started preaching the gospel. 
Christ died for our sin according to the scripture. He was buried and rose again on the third day. You need to accept the Lord Jesus Christ as your personal savior. Come and accept the Lord Jesus Christ. Do you know what happened during that time? My great, great, great grandfather came forward and accepted the Lord Jesus Christ as his personal savior. That's why I say always, churches, the pastor, the missionaries, you do not know what you have done or for the Lord Jesus Christ. 215 years ago, Dr. William Carey did not know one of his convert son, name will be John Sharkar, and he will be preaching and teaching in Bangladesh. But the Lord knew. The Lord knew. So I encourage, pray, and support to this missionary. You will not know what they are doing. You don't need to know. But the day will come when all of us will stand before the judgment seat of Christ. Lord will tell us, well done, my son. My father was born in 1895, went to the First World War, 14 to 18, came back and became a pastor. So I was born in a pastor's family. But nowhere in the Bible it tells if you're born in a missionary family or pastor family, we are Christian. Nowhere. You know what the Bible tells? You need to be born again. No matter what it is. Whether you're pastor family, missionary family, or American or from Bangladesh, makes no difference. You need to be born again. Once again, I'm so grateful to American people, the American churches. One missionary went to Bangladesh in 1958. And I was a student in 1968, university student. And he came to me and told me, John, are you Christian? Of course I am a Christian because I born in a Christian family. He told me, well, I'm not saying that. What I'm saying, if you die today, where you'll go? I did not know. If I die today, where I'll go? I don't know. I don't know. Then he told me, John, I want you should read the first John tonight. 1968, 8th of September, I read twice the first John. And Lord spoke in my heart from this verse. These things have I written unto you that believe on the name of the Son of God, that ye may know that ye have eternal life. Man, if I no believe him, then I have my eternal life. Yes, the Bible tells. I bow down that night, and I told the Lord, Lord, I'm a sinner. I believe you're the Son of God. Lord, you take my sin. And I tell you, he did it. He has taken my sin. This is the word of God. He promised to me. What a great joy that I have. If my people kill me, so what? You are not going to live in this world another 500 years. We have to go. We have to go. But Lord, save my life. 
the greatest joy that I have to know him. You know, Lord not only saved my life, the Bible very clearly tells, if you know the Lord, if you know the Lord Jesus Christ, and I believe all of you know the Lord Jesus Christ, what I'm trying to say is this, if you know the Lord Jesus Christ as your personal savior, the Lord has a plan in your life. Listen, who hath saved us and called us with a holy calling, not according to our works, but according to his own purpose and grace. Lord Jesus Christ, he saved you not because you are a good man, not because you are an educated or rich man, but because he has saved you, he has a plan and purpose in your life. Lord has a plan in my life. Well, believe me, I have not come from the other side of the world to tell you the Christ plan in your life. That is not my purpose. I am here to tell you the Christ plan in my life. When I accept the Lord Jesus Christ, Lord makes it very clear in my mind. John, you have to preach the word of God. You have to preach this. I told our missionaries that Lord wanted me because prior to that, I was working with the mission, wrote quite a good number of books. They told me, John, you need to go to the Bible college. Where to go? 150 million people, not one Bible college, not one seminary in that land. So I went to India. I studied two years, finished from there, and a professor named Dr. Phil William, wonderful, godly man. Professor, he was a professor in Dallas Theological Seminary. Your pastor went to the Dallas. That's the top number one seminary in the world. And he taught their Greek language. He told me, John, you need to come to my school. So I went, came to the United States. I spent four years, Tacoma, Washington. Finished from there, and then for my final study, I went to the Tennessee Temple University. You know, when I finished, uh, some reason, I don't know why, they gave me a gold medal. And, um, and that news went to my country quickly for my achievement. And then an organization uh, in Bangladesh wanted to hire me. You come to this organization, become the executive director, big job. And they offer a salary 10 times higher what I'm getting today. Three times they came to my house. You come, you come, you come. And I prayed, Lord, what should I do? I, I've been graduated, studied that many years, studied Bible, now people telling me to come to join that organization. Should I go? I give tithe, Lord, I'll give you tithe. Should I go? Lord, never answer my prayer. 
I prayed, Lord never answered my prayer. I prayed, then Lord spoke in my heart. He told me, John, there's a big salary, but the job is too small. I want you should do the big job with a small salary. <laughs> I tell you, what a great joy to hold this Bible. I'm proud of. I feel honored to carry my Bible into Bangladesh. I stand before the government. I talk with them. I gave our educational minister one Bible. And he told me, you want to make me Christian? I said, sir, not me. Bible can do. Thank you. Dr. Vigo Olson went to the president and gave him a Bible. What a great honor to serve our Lord. I tell you, there is no greater joy. There is no greater honor in the world than to serve our living God. I thank you, Pastor. Thank you, Pastor. The missionaries, those who have given their life for the Lord Jesus Christ. Lord has done so much. You know, Lord not only saved me, Lord saved my physical life also. 1971, there's a war. And I saw a war. I saw when the plane come and bomb, what happened. I saw that. I saw when people shoot and how people die. I saw hundreds of skeletons, human bones. That's 40 years ago, 45 years ago, still in my mind. I, one time I was, all the missionaries left Bangladesh during the war time, and then I was staying, uh, uh, people burning the houses, military, uh, Pakistan, Muslim people burning the, and when they came out, shoot. And we were in the, my church people came and we stayed in the church. They are so scary. Everywhere fighting, this side Pakistan army, this side Indian, our small church was in between. Even people were so much scary, they wept their clothing, bomb, dynamite. I thought, what's the use of dying on the floor? Uh, I'll wake up, and you know, that day I thought I'll tell the military, don't do anything, these are my people, we are Christian. So I woke up and I took my three Bibles in my hand. The Bible, the Bengali Bible that I speak, the English Bible and Urdu. Urdu Pakistani people speak. That's the national. I took three Bibles, wake up, and I want to tell the army. And when I just stood, the military just kicked the door and get seven of them get inside. Well, they'll kill me. I was ready to die. I says, hello, sir, how are you? The military told me, you stop right there. I stopped right there. And he walked, and he came, and he hold this gun. I prayed, Lord, save my life. I did not. I prayed, Lord, 
I'm coming. Absence from the body and the presence of the Lord. Lord, I need one bullet. That will be enough for me. When I was ready to die, the Lord spoke in my heart from this verse. A thousand shall fall at thy side, ten thousand on thy right hand, but it shall not come nigh thee. Ah, Lord, oh Lord, thousand will be this side, ten thousand this side, it will not come near you. Lord, what is the near means? When they're holding their gun in my chest, Lord says they will not come near you. <laughs> Thank you, Lord. <laughs> Lord, make it very clear. John, you speak. I told them, sir, we are Christian. We are Christian. Okay, okay, you stay here. Don't go outside. Well, thank you. I'm not going outside. Outside is nothing but the bullet. <laughs> and when they left, they told me close the door. So when they left, I closed the door. And I saw my sister's bullet, blood. Where does the blood come from? The man who hold this machine gun here, he had a bayonet. And he pushed that bayonet, and the blood came. The Lord saved me. You know why? You know why? 150 million people dying, not knowing the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. His plan in my life. John, preach. Oh, I enjoy America. I wish I could stay in America. What a beautiful country. This is the best nation under the sun. American government statistics tell nine out of ten foreign people, when they come to America, they do not want to go back. We sent one medical doctor to get the training at the John Hopkins Hospital. He got the training and never went back. And I don't blame them. Who want to be the poorest people in the country? Who wants to live among these Muslim people? All of the terror there, Al-Qaeda and other people probably do not know what is Al-Qaeda. I know it very well. They live, I live with them. Always they are there. They want to kill the Christian. But Lord's plan in my life, go back and shout and tell the people, I am the Lord. And there is no other name given under this heaven by which man can be saved. Only the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. I am the way. Go and tell the people. And what a great joy to preach and tell my people. Well, that's why I came to your church about uh, 15, 20 years ago when Bill Barrick introduced me to this church. Since then, you're supporting I tell you, this the church, most generous church that I have ever seen in my life. I have, I have spoken throughout America, 30 states I have spoken. Over 350 churches I have been. Not for the support, but many mission conferences and others. 
I've never seen. And your church, I'll never forget. Never forget. Two occasions. Twelve years ago, I came to this church. You are supporting. I just came to give the report like this. And I was staying to this pastor's house. I'm supposed to speak in the evening time. And pastor told me, John, you speak a few minutes. I thought, well, all right, they support me. And I'll just tell them, thank you. I'll come back. So he spoke. And I spoke a few minutes. Then when I was going down, he hold my hand. John, wait, wait. He asked the church, church, I have $70,000. I want to give 50,000 to John Sharkar. 50,000 to me? 50,000. I have never seen church like this. Four years ago when I came, eight years ago, on the lady named Barbara Malone from your church. On Saturday, 12 people was there. I spoke and she said, I want to do something for you. What do you want to do? Can I, can you build another floor? I said, surely. How much you need? 50,000. Evening time, she came, 50,000. That's your church. I have never seen such a generous church. I thank you, Pastor. You have lovely, good, generous people in this church. Amen. It, I am sure, Whatever the debt you have, it will go. Lord will take care of it. We worship the Lord. We never worship a poor Lord. He has everything. He wants to give you. But our job is one to receive from the Lord Jesus Christ. Well, I want to take you to Bangladesh. My main purpose is to give you a report. Uh, to see what the Lord is doing. So let's come and see what we are doing into this country. Bangladesh is the second, is from the bottom, is the poorest nation in the world. Bangladesh is six feet below the sea level. Bangladesh people are fundamental terror people, full of people there. They hate Christian. I guarantee, Pastor, they do not like American. They love American money. This is a country, small, very small, and has so many people. The, the, the south side is the Bay of Bengal, and north is India, east, west, everywhere, uh, India, surrounded by India. Uh, we have rain. Some of the rivers that we have about six miles wide, that all the rainwater from Nepal, Himalaya, go through Bangladesh. This is the country. We live in, in, the, in Chittagong, the backs here, our hospital and everything there, but we are preaching throughout the country. At least 60, 70 people are working with me, the Nationalist Brothers. They are planting churches. So you can see the church building. We still have a few more of the church building there. Uh, this is the places we have started. Remember, 
There is no Christian. We make them Christian. We go to them, preach, teach, and when they accept, we baptize, start a church. Uh, this is our government building. Uh, Bangladesh, I mentioned the three million. That's our national flag at red. It's a symbol of blood. That's a monument. Uh, people travel like this in the train. Um, it is more comfortable to sit on the top than inside. There's so many people everywhere. Um, uh, you have a quiz. How many trains are there? The trains are covered with people. There are two trains here. that nothing you can see. Just people. People and people. I don't know how they stand even in front of that locomotive. Everywhere. It's hot. Traveling. People. And none of these people know the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. These are boat. I don't know where the boat. I can see people. <laughs> um, everywhere people standing on the right side to get in or get out. There's the same train moving, going over a bridge. But if you notice, underneath the bridge, there are so many boats. But it's again full of people. Bowing down towards Mecca. All the Muslim people, they believe the house of Allah is in Mecca. The west look to the east, east look to the west towards facing the Mecca. They are worshiping. And you know, it is sad. Let me tell this as being a Christian. I saw many churches everywhere in my country too. Not too many people come to the church. They are worshiping in nowhere, middle of the road. The road is closed down. All the traffics are closed. Why? The mosque is full of people, and these people, church, big road, highway, closed down, bowing towards the Mecca. They are so devoted to their religion. Uh, they believe in Ishmael, not Isaac. Ishmael is the chosen one, according to them. And they believe the remission of sin depends on the blood of animal. That's why they give the korban. The word korban is mentioned only one time in the Bible, chapter 7 of Mark. means to sacrifice, offer. There's a place we're going, there's a country, uh, we have ocean, this is a river, it's not ocean. Uh, boat, people catch fish, and National Geography, time to time I see the TV, American people go to the ocean, catch these big fish and let it go. It's a, it's a game, it's a play to them. But to our country people, they get one inch of fish, they ate it. Uh, uh, Sundarban, well, where the Royal Bengal Tiger is, probably one of the tigers that came to get his lunch this side went back to this jungle. Uh, we have crocodiles, there's a Royal Bengal, some of the deer, uh, irrigation, 
We eat rice. People always grow rice like this way. We are 200 years behind the modern technology, still plowing the land by uh, cow. And many times they plow, instead of cows, so expensive, they put two men there. And they are plowing like this way. Transplanting rice by hand, one by one. So it takes ages for them. Like America has so many machines, everything done by the machines. But in Bangladesh, everything done by individual men. Uh, but it's a beautiful country, evergreen country, because of the rain. The, we grow two or three times rice, but still ready to harvest is not enough. Taking those rice to the village and take out uh, rice. Cleaning rice by hand. We grow a lot of tea. Um, Bengali people always drink tea, not coffee. Uh, this is a tea garden. Uh, plucking the leaves, and then we'll go to the um, factory. Well, that was my country, just to draw your attention. Our ministry that involved, I'm registered with the government, Bangladesh Theological Seminary and College, and uh, our job is the seminary, Bible college, church planting, and orphanage. Um, seminary Bible verse is 2 Timothy 2.2. 2. You know, uh, and the things that Paul became old, ready to go. 2 Timothy is the last book that Paul wrote. Told Timothy, my son, time has come for me to go. He addressed him, my son. The Paul-Timothy relationship. You know, I, I always consider the American people are like Paul. Pastor, like Paul. Professor, are like Paul. You are praying, giving, you are like Paul. And me, I consider like a Timothy. What I have learned from you, from your country, from your book, from your colleges, from your professor, as being Timothy, I have taken those back to my country. And my job is to train the faithful so that faithful to others. That's the New Testament. Paul, Timothy, faithful others. That is what I'm doing today. Uh, like I'm teaching the faithful one. These all young boys came to the Lord from the Hindus or the Muslim background. All of them. And we are training them so that they can bring, they can go to the villages. The professor, um, Twice the American professor come to Bangladesh. This is American professor teaching. Um, when the lady came, and if, if you can teach, if you can do something, please come. If you want to teach English, that's a lady came to Bangladesh, Dr. Um, Dr. Ashburn. It's uh, a wonderful lady. She's the dean of the Pitman College. She came to Bangladesh several times. And you know what? I gave this picture to the government because I have to report to the government every year. So I gave this picture and I told the government, I wrote, this lady came to Bangladesh to teach English language. Government are so happy. And I am also happy. But government never know 
my country, what I do, bringing all this professor. They are getting American education. What kind of education? Well, education is they are going to build churches in Bangladesh. I never tell the government. I just tell the government they have come to train our people, and government are happy. Well, I don't need to tell them everything to the government. <laughs> this, is the, this is the professor um, uh, came to um, Bangladesh. Uh, let me tell you this picture. You should be proud of. Barbara Malone gave the money to build the floor, and that's the floor. And now we are training Hindus and Muslims. It's a big, nice building where they're getting. I do not know if I'll know. I'll see ever her, Barbara Malone. But I'm sure one day she will stand, and I will stand. And she will see how her money has been used. So that's the, that's the building you built it. And I remember another 14 years from now, Pastor Dave went to Bangladesh and dedicated one floor. So we call it, in the both places, Valley Bible Church. Pastor Dave Howard, Valley Bible Church. Your name is, the, well, the name is nothing. And who cares the name? But what you have done for the Lord, you will be rewarded by my Lord. There's the professor, pastor. Um, he is from Ohio, going to be the Lord. Wonderful professor. He went to Bangladesh six times. This is Pastor George, Dr. George Kuhn, uh, five, six times came. He, he is a pastor at Kalima Zoo, Michigan. He will be coming again in November. Uh, Jerry Thomas, whom I'm going to see tonight, he went there 15 times previously. My joy to train my people. Well, it, uh, they receive a certificate. Every, almost every year, we have a small graduation. You know, what a great joy for me to see the people who have been graduated from this college. There is no way they can learn the word of God. So they came and graduated. Uh, that's the graduation. And uh, I invite many government officials. Uh, these are the people, through them, we are planting churches in the country. Um, and this is the way you'll say how many? 23 churches has been established. I have the building through this student. 23 churches in the country. There's another commencement service. Um, Pastor Rich Ronald was there. Um, graduation. What a wonderful. He was the speaker. That time, that many students. And all of them are involved in the ministry. Some of them are translating Bible. Some of them are pastor or uh, teaching everywhere in the country. I have a saying. I don't know how to explain. Success without a successor is not success. Does that make sense? Success without a successor, in fact, I wrote an article published from Chicago on this title, 
without a successor is not a success. These are my successors. They are going to the different places in the country. They are my successor. Um, this again, the commencement service. The professor, uh, there's a Japanese medical doctor uh, under Baptist Mid-Mission, uh, was there. Many people, we invite so many people to come to this graduation. Main purpose is not to give them piece of certificate called B-R-A-M-A. That's not the good thing. We all need a certificate from the Lord Jesus Christ. You know the certificate called? Faithful, honest, loving the Lord Jesus Christ. That's the kind of certificate that we need today. And these are year 16. We have started 23 churches in the country. Lord has done great thing. And I tell you, I, I tell you, I'm in the, with the wolf, I'm in the lion, I'm in the hole, but you are holding the rope. You're allowing me to go there, and please allow me to do until I stand before the Lord. Allow me to be there and preach the gospel until I die. Um, these are the people, these are the church, uh, in the villages. Uh, we sit on the floor. Most of our churches has, I should say, 150 people. Uh, that's the culture, sitting on the floor, many churches, and more people can sit on the floor. That's Bangladesh, not America. <laughs> this is the pastor and, uh, and his wife. Um, you can see some of these churches, uh, another church building. That's the church. And now the, the pastor, most of the churches, uh, we have started a school. Um, 23 churches, an 11 school building, Lord allow me to build. And each school has minimum 150 student, children. That's the uh, pastor. The main, somebody told me that it is much wiser to train the kids instead of 70 or 80 years old people. Uh, they, each of them will be a family in future. So this is a church, and then a church building, another church. I was preaching uh, inside the church, pastor and his wife, another church building. Like this way, we have, uh, uh, this pastor started two churches. He finished my school, college, and then started, uh, it's a beautiful church building. In the hill tracks, hill tracks area, it's very difficult to go there. Uh, another church building. 2010, I believe, yes, we dedicated this uh, church to the Lord. This is the church building. You know, my goal to build two churches every year. And um, 12 worker, they are not Christian, uh, architect, they are always working. 
Even right now, they're building a church in a village. Uh, one day in a church, these 12 people I baptized. Uh, this is a school, uh, 150 kids. What a great joy. They sing, they pray, but they're Muslims or Hindus. They're getting the Christian education. We teach them the word of God. They memorize. In fact, two weeks ago, I went there. One of the girls, she memorized 44 Bible verses. She said, she stood and came. Now John 3, 16. Uh, God so loved the world that he gave you. Know. Now John 14, 6. Um, Jesus says, I am the way and life and truth. Now he says, Psalm um, 23, 1. The Lord is my shepherd. Memorize, 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 memorize. 44? I don't know how many of us will be able to do that. <laughs> that's, a, that's a children. Um, my people, country people, memorize faster than many people. Believe me, it is. They, I don't know, some region, they just memorize quickly. There's a school. Um, this, uh, in my country, there is no baptistry. There's a a Baptist mid-mission area, that's where they build the building, put the bricks there, and they asked me to baptize people. We have a revival meeting, five, six hundred people came, and so they told me, John, why not you baptize? That place, the water is so dirty, and so many frog was there. I told them, you need to chase out the frog before I get in. <laughs> so they clean it, pour the water, fresh water, and it was cold, 55 degree. Man, how can I get in into the cold water? I need hot water. So you can see this man where, I don't know, that side is boiling big pan of hot water so that I can get in. <laughs> and, and that day I baptized this man, this lady, this man, Muslim man. I told him baptism is nothing. Don't, you know what? People will kill you. Well, I'll let the people kill me. I told him, you're jumping into the fire. Are you ready to jump? I will jump into the fire. As soon as I baptized him, his wife left him. We allow him to stay in our hospital like a patient two months. Later on, his wife came back. Praise the Lord. You see, don't feel sorry for us. When you see the persecution, people kill, don't feel sorry. Pray for me, D.L. Moody, like D.L. Moody did it. Lord, give me bigger shoulder to carry the burden. When the people burn, so what? You know what? Time to time, Lord, send the persecution. Do you believe it? I believe it. When the Holy Spirit came, what did the disciple did? Nothing. Acts chapter 8. When the persecution came, they went. The Christ promised that you wait here, Jerusalem. The Holy Spirit will come and you will be powered. Then you will preach the gospel. They did not do. But when the persecution started, man, they left Jerusalem, went to Antioch and other places. Started the churches, second church in the New Testament in Antioch. Because of the persecution, it helped me to go with the Lord Jesus Christ. So the man baptized, this man baptized, this baptized. That day I baptized these 52 people. 
in one day. Praise the Lord. This itself a church. People are coming to the Lord. That country is wide open. This man, I don't know, maybe a, a year ago I baptized. Muslim men, many times pastors are a little scary to baptize them because the Muslim, hundreds of them come, will start beating you. What you can do? Nothing. So the pastor was standing before. I said, well, let's, I'll do. We'll see what happens. So this Muslim man, his son, his whole family I baptized. They're walking with the Lord. What a great joy. Uh, another time in this, I don't know, 12, 12 people in the hill tracks area, Lord allow me to baptize. You know, we go to the, I, I believe in lifestyle evangelism. By that I mean, let the people see my life. How I live. I think Lord Jesus Christ, he did it. He took the 12 men and told wherever he went, he would, that uh, disciple went, then he told them, now you go and preach. That's the Bible. So, these people I took with them, five or six, some of the Hindus are Muslim converts. But it's difficult for me to walk like this way. You know, we take our bag, bedding with us, and so that day we went. Uh, do you know what is called leech? I don't know how much you love those. I, I hate those. There are so many leeches here, I cannot walk. So I tell this man, take my bag. He took my bag. And what should I do? I tell them, you move. Go. Go other side. When they go that side, you know what I do? I run through the water as fast as I can. And all the people laugh at me. <laughs> and I say, so what? I wish Lord would have given me a gift to walk on the water. <laughs> but, but he said, no. Rather, I'll give you more strength so that you can run faster in the water. So this is a leech. Look at that. Big. Well, go to the other side of the river. I know. I have an orphanage. They are so good. You know, 4.30 in the morning, every day, eight of us, my seven of my boys and me, we pray. 4.30 in the morning. They just come, nothing. Just pray one after one. We pray for many people. We name many ladies in America. We pray for the churches. Tell the Lord, thank you, the people doing that for us. We bless them. Uh, sweet home, we call them sweet home for boys and girls. Uh, so these are my boys and girls. Every day I spend evening time one hour with them and a morning to morning devotion. We have a quiet team with them. We don't have all these machines, um, instruments that you have. Uh, these are my kids. Uh, I telephone since coming. Uh, I telephone of them, talk to them. They call me uncle that I'm here. They are praying every day. Uh, new outfit they get. Christmas time, people give me a little money. I give to the kids for the girls. Uh, we have a nice library. Again, I'm grateful to the American people. You not only give, Dr. Monroe from Cedarville College went to Bangladesh with three of her students and built our library. Uh, we, this, this next picture is for the government. I, uh, this man is a Hindu man, had cataract. We brought him, 
help him, paid our money, he can see the main purpose so that he can accept the Lord Jesus Christ. He never did it. Uh, we give some blankets to the poor people. Um, in fact, time to time, government request us do something for the poor people. This is the house that I built for one of my orphan boy. This cost under fifteen hundred dollars, and uh, this uh, drinking water is hundred dollars. So we give it to the village. Government so happy with that. Medical American doctor comes. If you are a doctor, just come to Bangladesh for two weeks. Um, there's a ministry. You will go to the villages, um, do this work. Uh, this is our building, uh, dedicated one floor. Uh, you built this floor. Pastor Rich, Ronald, and other five of your people went to Bangladesh to dedicate that. This is the group that you sent. I thank you again for your uh, generosity. People catch fish throwing the net in Bangladesh. I'm not a fisherman, but I'm catching men and women for the Lord Jesus Christ. And you are, <laughs> you are holding the rope. Let me finally tell you this. My goal is to have two more churches every year. This year, I'm okay. I'm thinking the place, as soon as I'll go, I'll baptize 40 people. And what should I do? We need to buy a piece of land, give the boundary wall, build a church, build a school. To do that for whole complex, all the infrastructure cost $40,000. Please pray so the Lord help me to build my Lord will supply all your needs according to his glorious riches in Christ Jesus. Dr. William Carey, he said, expect great things from God and attempt great things for God. Thank you. God bless you, pastors. <laughs>